You've probably seen footage of famous people being mobbed by paparazzi and fans. And although in some ways that might seem attractive, I'm sure that it, it wears thin very, very quickly. And we're gonna read a passage where Jesus is experiencing something like that, where he's being mobbed with people that want his attention. And his disciples decide to step in and save him. But actually Jesus responds in a really unusual way. We're going to read together from a passage in Luke chapter 18 that talks about how we should treat people and about removing barriers that we sometimes put between people and Jesus. Let's carry on our series together, Encounters, Meeting with Jesus. Wow, thank you so much for um, joining me as we're going to continue our series Encounters Meeting with Jesus. If you've got a Bible, do grab one just to say a little bit about my Bible. This is an NIV which strikes a balance between, between being readable and also being a good translation. It's a good balanced uh, Bible. Um, and uh, it's also, this is the Bible Speaks Today, which has got some really useful bits at the bottom, which just um, give you a few notes to help you understand the passage a little bit better. Because sometimes you read it and you're like, I haven't got a clue what that means. And although it hasn't got everything in it, it does give us some useful pointers. So we're going to carry on reading uh, and we're going to be looking in Luke chapter 18. I'm going to read and we're going to read together verses 15 to 17. So not very much at all. And just a reminder of where we're at in terms of the context of this passage. Luke is telling the story about Jesus and it's very much got Jesus traveling on a journey towards his ultimate destination, which is the city of Jerusalem in Israel, where we know and Jesus knows that that's where he's going to uh, die on the cross. And, um, but no one else seems to know that. And Jesus on the way, on his journey to Jerusalem, is healing people, he's meeting with people, he's teaching people. And we've been looking at some different encounters that Jesus had with people. So last week it was with 10 lepers that he healed. And this week we're going to be looking at what is entitled in my Bible, The Little Children and Jesus. And this is also found in uh, Mark's Gospel and Matthew's Gospel as well. So it's found in, in three of the four Gospels, three of the four stories about Jesus found in the Bible. So let's read this together. Verse 15. People were also bringing babies to Jesus for him to place his hands on them. When the disciples saw this, they rebuked them. So we've got, I want you to try and picture the scene really. We, at the beginning I talked about paparazzi. And you think Jesus is a hugely popular teacher. I mean, anyone who's teaching amazing stuff, but also healing people is going to be massively uh, popular and draw huge crowds as he passed through these villages and towns on the way to Jerusalem. And um, just picture the scene of Jesus sitting there, literally being mobbed by people who want his attention. And in particular, Luke draws our attention to people, men and women, bringing their babies to Jesus, probably so that he would bless them. Um, and we kind of get the for the original Greek, you get this idea of this incessant, without ceasing, bringing of babies 
to Jesus. Now it might work for a politician to kiss a few babies, but the disciples were probably thinking, this is a massive distraction for Jesus. And you know what, children, they are a bit annoying and they are a bit distracting. We love our children and we love to have children around, but sometimes they can get in the way of serious stuff, can't they? Um, also, for us as parents, we love having our children around until it gets to about 8 p.m. and then we don't want to see them again. We want them to be up in their beds. And the disciples obviously thought, look, Jesus is an important person. He's a busy person. We know that Jesus is hugely busy. We get that throughout the whole of the stories of Jesus he's often having to take himself off to a quiet place to escape the crowds and even then sometimes he doesn't manage it so the disciples obviously thought that they were doing Jesus a big favor and also if we look at the context of the times Jesus not, not Jesus the children were worthless really so actually Jesus had some important people that needed his attention. First of all, he needed adults, but maybe there were Pharisees, teachers of the law, important people, elders within the villages that needed Jesus' attention. Maybe Jesus was, as he had been doing um, in the previous verses, telling important stories that tell the truth about the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven. And these people bringing their children, these worthless things to Jesus were just getting in the way. So you kind of understand where the disciples were coming from but let's carry on and just let's see how did Jesus react to these children verse 16 but Jesus called the children to him and said let the little children come to me and do not hinder them for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these now that is rather countercultural, because not only is Jesus saying look don't stop the children coming to me. He actually calls the children to him. Now that is pretty unusual, but actually Jesus was using this as a really important um, statement. Because not only is Jesus welcoming to these little children, actually he's actively calling them to him. Because the reality is that we can put barriers, not only between children and Jesus, but between anyone that maybe we either consciously or unconsciously deem as unworthy of Jesus's attention. And that can be other people, but also it can be us as well. There are so many people, including myself, who think that we are unworthy of Jesus's attention. We're not worthwhile him spending time with us. Now we've got some baptisms coming up and what I often hear is an argument for someone not to get baptized is they're not worthy enough. They're not good enough to be baptized into the Christian faith, to be a, a recognizable follower, public follower of Jesus Christ. And those are barriers that we put up to stop us coming to Jesus, having that encounter with Jesus. But also we can put up barriers for other people as well. Unfortunately, most of the time we don't do this on purpose, but actually unconsciously we can put barriers up that stop people from meeting with Jesus. It can be the way our churches are structured, the way we do services. 
Maybe we have intellectual demands on people. You need to be intelligent enough to access our services and our teachings about Jesus. It could be the way we act, the things that we do, the culture within a church that actually prevents people from coming to Jesus. But I just want to pick up just a couple of verses in Romans chapter 14, verse 13. If I can find it in my Bible quickly. Paul said these words, Therefore let us stop passing judgment on one another. Instead make up your mind not to put any stumbling block or obstacle in the way of a brother or a sister. It's actually the way we judge people. We make judgment calls on someone and actually we say, you make a judgment that they are not good enough to come to Jesus. Time and time again, I hear of churches not baptising people because they judge their moral failures and say, you can't be baptised. And yet baptism is the beginning of a process of a journey if faith in Jesus Christ. And Paul here is saying, stop passing judgment because it's causing a stumbling block. It's causing a barrier between people and Jesus. Also, in Acts chapter 15, there's a time in the church history where they had to make a choice about how this, what was a Jewish sect, a Jewish faith group, how they were going to include non-Jewish people. And the Jews had numerous rules and regulations about how to live, how to eat, how to dress, how to do all sorts of things. And they had this uh, council in Jerusalem, they could discussion. Chapter 15, verse 19, I'm on the wrong page. And they come up with this. It is my judgment, therefore, that we should not make it difficult for Gentiles who are turning to God. We should not make it difficult. We should not create a barrier between people and Jesus. I want you to think and take some time to really work through that in your mind about what those possible barriers that we as Christians, we as a church, put between people and Jesus, meeting with Jesus and growing in their faith. Jesus welcomed those little children who were technically worthless into his presence. He actively summoned and called them to come 